It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Okay, everybody, we're back from the table in Belmont to the table in Bryn Mawr. Maggie, how, this is a dad and a daughter talking to her football. Maggie, how are you doing this week? Let me guess, tired? You know, I was actually going to say no because I didn't have classes ah. today. Ah, so no. I'm not tired. Uh, I'm oddly relaxed. I'm yeah. oddly relaxed, even though I have finals next week, ah. which is a little scary. That's but. good. That means you're confident. Well. Are you relaxed about the Notre Dame football team right now? More so than before? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the season ended. We didn't quite get what we wanted. We had part of it, I thought, for a second there, as Baylor was beating Oklahoma State, that the magic might happen. And then we either needed Cincinnati, Alabama, or Michigan to lose. We got none of it. In fact, none of those are really particularly close. Even the Georgia-Alabama one, kind of a disappointment. But we end up ranked fifth in the rankings just outside the bottom four. Maggie, do you think that's fair? Let's see, just to start with fair. Do you think that's where Notre Dame should have ended up? I mean, I have to say yes, but I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish it, w- it ended differently. That Cincinnati win really came back to bite us. Yeah. Or the loss. Yeah. Or sorry. Yeah. The Cincinnati yeah. loss. Um, so it, it was aggravating to watch, um, especially, and you know, it would be, I think it'd be a little less aggravating if we were like sixth, but the fact that we're fifth mm-hmm. and right outside the playoff, it just yeah. makes it even more painful. <laughs> it is pain. I guess it's painful. I don't know. I look at it and I'm like, well, which team do you think should be in there? Not in there. And I don't know that any of those teams aren't deserving, um, especially after Alabama beats Georgia. Perhaps Georgia, you know, one thing people forget is that last year, Notre Dame lost to Clemson. I believe that was our only loss. Um, and uh, and people raise stink about them, you know, in the bowl and all that stuff. So, who knows? Who knows? Uh, anyway, Georgia belongs, I, I guess. I'm not gonna make a stink about it, but um, other than that, well, I, other than that, I think the fifth ranking feels right to me. Um, and off to the Fiesta Bowl to play Oklahoma State. Now, you, how do you feel about that? I, first of all, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, playing Oklahoma State in the Fiesta um, Bowl? I, I mean, I'm fine with it. I think it's interesting because it's a, probably one of the only times that the programs will be facing each other just because Oklahoma State's in the Big 12 and we rarely play Big 12 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm intrigued by that aspect, but also being an Notre fan and also um, I did watch the Big 12 championship, so I don't – really think that the Oklahoma State team is great, but I also don't mm-hmm. want to underestimate them because the bowl game can get strange. Right. That's true. That's true. But I think typically, I think Notre Dame does pretty well against the Big 12 teams in general. Um, you know, certainly, I don't know, the last time I believe was Iowa State that I can remember at least, and we certainly did well against them in the bowl game. Um, and we, we were underdogs in that game, as I remember it. And, and I'm sure we'll be, I haven't seen the lines or anything like that, but I'm sure we're favored over Oklahoma State. Um, probably by three, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I love the, the matchup. I think their name should win easily against Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State uh, losing to Baylor 
kind of expose them. They should have probably lost to Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's not that great. So I think Notre Dame should, should do pretty well, and that'd be nice to get a, a win in the Fiesta Bowl, great energy behind Marcus Freeman. And, and I think it's like, what is it, a 27-year drought or something ridiculous? Like they haven't won on a New Year's Six Bowl or a playoff game. Do you see something like that? Um, yeah, I did. I feel like it might be that we've never won one. And maybe, maybe it's that we well, never won one in the modern yeah. era. Yeah, of course, we've, we've won them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we've won them and stuff. But, but yeah, I think you're right. I think, it's, I think it's something like 27 years in a row or something like that, not winning a New Year's Six Bowl game or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a great chance to end that um, season or end the season on a high note. We'll talk predictions in another episode. Um, and we'll kind of break down Oklahoma State. I don't want to give too much away, but I'm pretty pleased with kind of where they landed and who they're playing. Is there anybody else you think they should have played? You th- would you have been happier if they played Pitt, or would you? Ha- I think the other team was maybe Wake Forest, or no, not Wake Forest, Pitt, or maybe Baylor, or Oklahoma State. Out of those three, who would you really like to play if you were in charge? I mean, I think maybe that Pitt team's interesting. We played them last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know though, because I feel like. I, I was just kind of disappointed already that we weren't in the playoff. So I would mm-hmm. kind of be okay with playing anyone just because we're on this hot streak. So I feel yeah. pretty confident. Um, but I guess Oklahoma State's interesting because, as I said before, we don't play them a lot. So it's a good opportunity. So I guess in that respect, Baylor would also be interesting yeah. to play. I think I would have liked to play either Pitt or Baylor a little bit more just because they were, they were conference champions and would have just kind of been a little bit more – cachet behind that win i'll take a win over oklahoma state don't get me wrong but i think playing a, a conference champion would have been better um and i and i do think nerding would have beaten both baylor and um pitt i, I just think for a far superior team with both those and a far superior team to oklahoma state the, you know the only team i might be nervous about would be ohio state if they were going to play them but out of the teams they had a possibility but there was no talk of that this is ohio state i think it's going to be uh, rose bowl i'm not sure all right So uh, we will break down the game a little bit later. What I wanted to talk about today is interesting stuff, you know, coming out of Notre Dame. New coach, a lot of great energy, and you have all these players that have real choice about what they're going to do because of COVID, because of other things, injuries, stuff like that. Tons of players have have the possibility of coming back next year or a few players have the chance to leave early because of their status with the team. I just want to kind of go down some of our players and we'll do a few of these and see how it goes. You kind of like, what do you, here's like my question will be, we'll, we'll talk about the player and then do you think they're coming back or not? And then should they come back or not? So do you think they are? And then should they, it's kind of the question. Um, and we'll just start off with a few obvious ones that, that we already kind of know the answer to, and then we'll kind of work into some of the deeper ones. So we're going to start off with Kyle Hamilton, the all American safety, um, Maggie's favorite player in the world, mm-hmm. Kyle Hamilton. He's obviously probably not coming back. I, I don't. He did he announce yet or not? He did declare at about noon today. Okay, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, fresh, hot off the presses. Uh, Maggie, do you think he should come back though? Because we already know he's not. But do you think that's a mistake? <sighs> no. <laughs> um, I mean, I just wanted to get you on record. Well, the thing is it's a lot about what if so he was up for the Bednarik award for the best defensive player and he only played about half a season um right. which makes me want to think that he would win it possibly next year if he came back but 
especially because he's injured right now. You don't know how that heals. And if he gets injured again, his draft stock might go down. And right now he's seen as like, I think a top five um, prospect. Yeah. You to can't be really conservative at the top 10, right? Yeah. yeah. And you can't get yeah. much higher than that. So it, may, it makes, <laughs> no. it makes sense. Yeah. I personally would have liked him to come back another year and play with Marcus Freeman yes. um, as the head coach. But I understand because I felt already, I know we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that he was gone already at the beginning of the season. And I got wow. a little flack from that about yeah, that. That's true. Well, um, I didn't say that for years. I mean, the last couple of years, yeah. I, I, I was wrong. I, I thought you were silly, but no, you're right. Mm-hmm. You have an eye for talent. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you should play in the bowl game? Um, I would say he should not because he is yeah. injured um, uh-huh. and just save it for the combine and the, yeah. no, I guess not the yeah. senior bowl, the combine. Yeah. Um, because I mean, it would be mostly personal. And I right. just think that if you're already injured, you don't want to risk getting more injured. Well, of course not. And then you have a lot to risk there just for, mm-hmm. a, a, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you all, all the way. He, there's just too much on the line. All right. Kyron Williams also announced today as I believe that he is not going to play in the bowl game. Um, did he say he signed with an agent? Did you hear that also? Um, I don't believe so, but I'm not, I don't know. He's not playing the bowl game, which tends to, that he won't be, it tends to lean to he's not coming back next year. Um, is that a mistake, Maggie, or do you think that's the right decision? Um, I mean, I kind of wish he played in the bowl game um, because, you know, unlike Kyle, he's healthy as far as we know. Um, yeah. But in terms of like Notre Dame as the team, I'm not worry, really worried to play without Kyron, even though he brings great energy um, because we do have like a lot of depth at the running back position. So it could be a good opportunity to see more like Audric Estime or Logan Diggs, who we've already seen. Right. Um, and then also Chris Tyree and maybe even Sebo Flemister, I guess. Oh, that's true. I hadn't thought of Sebo. Uh, I don't know where, what his status is. Um, and I agree with you, Estime has looked fantastic in the short little spot. And of course, Logan Diggs has been great. Um, and so it'll be fun to see those two play. And I, and I think it'll be interesting with estimate to see if that was a Brian Kelly decision, a Tom Reese decision, not to play him. It was just kind of how it worked. Um, Cause really he didn't get a ton of playing time and but boy, he looked good in the short little piece that he was in. And we always, we know he's in shape, but we know that what he brings um, to the table. So maybe he can't pick up blitzes or things like that, that Kyron, I think Kyron should come back another year. It's hard to say with a running back um, because it's so, such a rough position. So I I wish him well. I don't think he's going to be a top draft pick. He might be in the top five rounds, maybe um, if he even gets drafted. I I just don't know that. I, I hope that I'm, I'm assuming he knows, Um, but, but what do you think? Kyron? Do you think Kyron Williams gets drafted? I think so. I've seen him in some mock drafts, which again, it's very early for this, but um, it depends on the combine, but I've seen him going in like the second, third round. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I don't know okay. if there's a lot of depth in the uh, running back class this uh, round. Uh, maybe not. I mean, he does pick up blitzes really well, which is, gosh, that's really needed in the pros. Um, so well, maybe I'm wrong. So if he's in the second, you know, if he's in the top three rounds, he definitely should come out. Um, but I just don't see it, but we'll see. I'm, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. The cup. All right. Those are the easy two, right? Let's, let's get to a few more difficult ones how about kevin austin kevin austin great second half of the season mediocre first half of the season tons of talent has had injury issues what do you think about kevin austin coming back Mm. next year do you think he will or not 
it's a it's a toss-up i feel like he might not come back mm-hmm. i feel like um he's done enough for himself and like proved to himself mm-hmm. that he's he's been like our number one wide receiver but yeah um i haven't seen his name like in the mix but again the combine and then also senior bowl if you do well in that mm-hmm. then your draft yeah. stock moves up exponentially so um i just i think that he's maybe done but again this is like just speculation and on a gut feeling i don't know anything for sure so what do you think he should though um i think he should come back because he hasn't had like mm-hmm. an amazing year mm-hmm. but i don't know how much better like there are a lot of wide receivers right. coming up so it depends on yeah. what he thinks about that you know going into it i thought yeah he should come back but now i'm thinking no yeah. no i think that nerding he won't do any i think like you said there's nothing more to prove He's done as much as he's going to do. He may get drafted, and uh, I think he has been. He will get drafted, I, I would think, later rounds, um, kind of like a Skoranek type. Uh, so he'll probably get drafted, depending also on his combine. Yeah, if he runs like a good 40 time, um, catches balls. You know, he had he's had drop issues, but 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 second half of the season, especially that last game, that Stanford game where he was very dominant, um, I think that – that, and he, he will play in the bowl games as far as we know. So – um, you know, good chance he could have a good game there and really, yeah, vault his stock. So I think he's gone to Jarrett Patterson. How about him? Jared Patterson, you know, came into the, the start of the season, ton of fanfare, at least, you know, people saying you could be the best center in all of football. I had an okay season. I mean, the line itself was a little, but, but do you think he's sticking around or do you think he's gone? I think he's gone. Um, not solely for the, this fact, but I think a big thing would be if Jeff Quinn is leaving, and we haven't heard anything about that. But I think mm-hmm. like the rumor has been that Jeff Quinn will not be at Notre Dame next season, the offensive line coach. Right. Um, that I would assume is a big part of the decision yeah. he has to make. Right. Um, and also, I think you know, being a Notre Dame offensive lineman and being a captain holds a lot of weight in the right. draft. Right. Um, so I, I do think he will leave. And I think it's a fine decision for him. I don't know how high his draft stock would get if he played another year. Yeah, I think I think you're exactly right again. I, I think Jared Badgers is coming out, and I think uh, he will get drafted, and it's a no-brainer for him. A tougher one now. How about a tougher one? How about Isaiah Foskey? Foskey. I, I, you know what? I go back and forth. Let's go with Foskey to this time. Isaiah Foskey, should he come back or not? Do, or do you, I, No, no. Do you think he's coming back or not? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Which even surprise, surprises myself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like with Marcus Freeman being promoted and then Mike Elston making a big push to say I'm coming back, mm-hmm. um, I, this, is, this is like, yes, the most difficult one so far um, because I really mm-hmm. have seen his name on some draft websites. Right. So it wouldn't be crazy if he left. Um, but I just feel like he could be so great next year as well. Right. Um, right. Cause he's not like a, doesn't have like the Kyle Hamilton status yet, but I think that he, I mean, of course they play a different position, but yeah. um, right. he could be that like the key defensive star in Notre Dame next year. Um, yeah. I want him to come back, but I feel like it's 50, 50. I don't know. I, I agree with you. I, I think right now, here's how I'll say it. I think right now, I don't, I think he's staying. I think if he has a great bowl game, I mean, dominating, there is a chance that he leaves. But I think with, I know Kelly was already making a big push for him to stay. 
I think that um, Freeman definitely is a plus for a defensive coach, new young blood in there. Um, so I think Posky's staying and will be a fantastic player next year, a top two round draft pick. Um, I don't think he's quite probably there yet. Maybe uh, depending on how he does and maybe depending on if he does some combine work, but um, I think Fossey's coming back. All right, Myron, let's do, let's do uh, maybe three more. Uh, okay. Myron, what do you think Myron Tagvailoa Amosa, do you think he's coming back or not? Do you think he should? No, no, I'm sorry. Do you think he is going to come back or not? Um, I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that I will be okay with either decision he makes because he ended on a very good note, um, that senior day game that he played. Right, right. I don't, I don't know if, like, if I was, like, a scout, I don't know if I would see him as, like, a top defensive lineman yet. Mm-hmm. But yet, just because this year, like in the past, we know that he's done super well, um, like the past few seasons. But this season, I felt like he he played okay, but it wasn't as good as last year. Um, So, so I I mean, I think he's probably gone because it seems like he's been here forever. Um, But maybe he, again, with the Marcus Freeman hire, maybe he's swayed. So you don't know. Do you you think he should, though? What do you think he should do? I, I think he should probably go, and I think he yeah. could probably tag on with the team. Yeah, I think he's probably gone, and I, I exactly what you just last thing you said there. I think he will stick on with the team. I think he wants to. I think he will go. I think he should go. Um, I think he's done what he can at Notre Dame. He he has a name. They know him. He will get on somewhere. Uh, whether or not he's drafted or not, I think depends on kind of his, you know, all his combine work. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how he does. Um, Jason Adam Alola. I think Jason's Adam Alola is coming back. I think I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. think he should? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I, I do. Um, I just feel like he's not really to the level Isaiah Foskey's even at right now. And I said that yeah. Isaiah Foskey should ascend right. and come back next year. Right. Um, right. And maybe he'll like be drafted at the same team as his twin brother, and they'll both right. enter next year. Um, right. And it'll be like the first twins taken to the <laughs> same team in history. Yeah. Um, I just feel like this was his breakout season, but it's not enough yet. Yeah, I agree with you. I think there are moments where he looked fantastic, and but they're just moments. You need kind of a consistent season. He should. I don't think he will. I don't think he should. He should stay and be the dominant line play. You know, Jeff Quinn staying or um, Mike Elston. I mean, staying is going to probably keep these guys in the fold. Might might even keep Myron, but I, I don't know. Um, that's a big big keep um, for Notre Dame. All right, the last one, maybe the trickiest one of the group. Um, maybe not. Uh, Avery Davis. Avery Davis. Do you think Avery Davis is gonna go or come back? Because of Avery Davis, Avery Davis's career at Notre Dame, I, yeah. I almost feel like he has to come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. come back for what is it, seventh, seventh year? Some no. I, would it be seventh? My maybe goodness, six? I don't know. Maybe six. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he reminds me, like, of course, different position. Um. But I could see him kind of doing the same thing Sean Crawford did, where mm-hmm. he just kind of sticks around and he does mm-hmm. just well enough. And then he gets picked up by a team next year. Um, but I feel like Avery Davis's story in her name is just not complete yet. Yeah. Just because of how weird his career has been starting at quarterback, moving to receiver. Yeah. yeah. Then, I, yeah. Don't, I, I want him to come back. I don't think he's going to, but, but I think he should. I think we need some veteran leadership in the wide receiver room. 
but they have such talent with Colsey and, and, and uh, Styles and a, a few other players I'm forgetting right now that are coming back. Um, so I don't think he is, but I, I wish he would. I think it'd be good for him. I think it'd be good for the team because he can do all sorts of different things, but I don't, I don't, I think he's done. All right, Maggie, we have a few more players to talk about, but we're going to save those for next time. Um, I do want to talk just first about the pretty much week one of Marcus Freeman's tenure. How are you liking it? It's been peaceful and that's been nice. Yeah. <laughs> compared to two weeks ago. Right. Uh, yeah. They came out with a video today about the Freeman era and they showed this whole process of getting hired and all of the oh. um, assistant coaches kind of saying, I'm coming back except for, you know, a right. few Brian Polian. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you weren't surprised by Brian Polian leaving. That's true, but I would have liked yeah. to retain everyone. Um, you know what? I'll, let me. I, I heard an interesting comment by Brian Kelly, and I thought it was weird at the time, and, and now it kind of makes sense a little bit more. That he, they asked him like about assistant coaches, and he, the only one he called out was saying was a great one was Brian Polian. And I thought, I wonder if that played into why these other coaches were like, well, then I'm not going with that guy. Like, you know, there was some there was some weirdness there. I, I don't know. We may find out about it later on, but there was some weirdness between with Brian Kelly and his coaches. I, I'll just say it that way. Mm-hmm. sorry so you were talking about Marcus Freeman I cut you off go ahead um but yeah we all I've just I've seen a ton of photos on like Instagram and Twitter of Marcus Freeman's in California Marcus Freeman's in uh-huh. I don't even right. remember the other states Texas Florida with these like big recruits and at yeah. the same time you see all these decommitments because Oregon's coach has moved to Miami and um Clemson's defensive coordinator is left and their offensive coordinator is left um right. and all these coaching changes so it's going to be interesting to see if we pick up any decommitments, but we've already picked up today. We picked up an offensive lineman who's, I believe, a four-star. Um, and that's like, I think, the first recruit of the Marcus Freeman era. Um, so it's good to see that we're gaining commitments rather than losing them, unlike some teams, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Uh, I think that's a huge deal. I think, uh, I, think I, I, know, I just have a feeling um, that there is a big commitment coming at some point. I don't know if anybody's available or what, but at some point, um, Notre Dame is I, – I keep an eye on big five-star recruits that are available. I mean, getting this guy from Wisconsin today, I um, was in Billy, Billy Schroth, was mm-hmm. important. I think building the line, you already got Ty Chan there. Um, he kind of showed that he was – you know, uh, Freeman I saw, or not Freeman, Reese went and visited him. Um, so the, the offensive line looks to be a strong, 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 and then the defense is going to be fantastic. This is going to be an interesting team that that uh, that Freeman is building. I'm excited still about this. He hasn't taken a bad step yet, I don't think. Um, so there we are. We're going to come back next week and probably maybe start talking bowl games or start talking. Who knows what we're going to talk about? We talk about more players to talk about, but it was a fun week. You know, not no pressure to to, to win next this week. Let's all just chill. Enjoy our 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 Saturdays. <laughs> uh, maybe watch it. You got to pick in the Army Navy game, Max. Mm, I'm gonna go with Army. Yeah, so am I. So there we go. <laughs> that could be our pick for the week. Uh, oh, quickly, we shouldn't need to talk. Who's gonna win the Heisman Trophy? Um, got to be right. Uh, my Zone, my right? pick. Well, yeah, but the one I want is Kenny Pickett. Yeah, so do I. But it's gonna be Bryce. Bryce. It's gonna be Bryce. Yeah, no, no doubt. Fresh, mm-hmm. another freshman. Freshman winning it, right? Is he a freshman? No, no yeah, he's not. Uh, he's Sophomore. a redshirt. 
Red wow. true freshman, no, I believe. Yeah, not a true freshman. Okay. Yeah. Played play, play by Mac Jones. All right. Well, that's another another week in the books for a dad and daughter talking about football. Maggie, any final thoughts? Have a good evening, everyone. All right. Go Irish. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. 